Know your client, qualify, and do your due diligence to save you a shitload of time and make your business more profitable for sure. Hands down, very important aspect of what we do. This is Dennis Plintz, and this is the Hustle Podcast for Real Estate Agents. With over 15 years of experience and over a thousand homes sold, this is the place I'm going to share my experiences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody and anybody that wants to push their business to the next level, let's go. As I'm just coming out of a string of text messages where a prospective buyer of a $4 million home which I don't know where you are while you're listening to this. If you're in sales, this is gonna matter. And a $4 million sale on a commission that's one or two, two and a half percent, maybe even 4% of $4 million is um, a significant amount of money, regardless of who you are. I just said no. After doing some very quick due diligence and getting to know my client and asking some questions. This is critical if we are trying to survive in sales, I believe. And it's also critical if we're trying to act in our client's best interest. You know, this is commonly known as due diligence, which is quite a scary term. Like, I don't know about you, but I get a little nervous when I hear that term. And due diligence, recourse, checking things out, background checks, you know, it all goes together, but it essentially comes down to the more common known term in sales, which is know your client. And we often get calls or leads generated from people we don't know intimately. And it's very important to know every client that we get the opportunity to possibly work with intimately. And that intimacy is around knowing who they are, what they like, what they need, what they don't like. And it goes back to the fundamental aspect of how we think we build, because I know I've built a sales career, which is being insatiably, unstoppably curious about what the people around us um, need. So coming out of a text string of messages from somebody that simply said, hey, I would like to see such and such an address for a brand new property, not yet on the market, a part of the strategy, create some buzz, new listing announcement, not on the public market. I had somebody text me and say, hey, I'd like to see your property. So I asked a couple critical questions via text message that you should always ask. Separate episodes, separate podcasts, but you get all the good stuff right now if you're listening to this one. So lucky you. And thank you for listening. Lucky me. You must ask them, how'd you find it? Have you driven by it? Do you have a realtor you're looking with? Do you live in the area? And what price range are you shopping in? See, this house isn't on the market. They don't know the price. It could be a $2 million home because that's the average price in the area, but it's $4 million, which is a tremendous amount of money. You don't ever double your budget when you're house shopping. So I need to know those questions before we go too far down the rabbit hole. That's called quickly getting to know your client. And it started with my very first response, which was, love to show it to you. When can you see it? Tomorrow. Great, I'll work on that, but a few questions. This is two or three texts in two or three seconds apart, starting with the most important aspect of everything we do in our business, which is being extremely responsive in very short order. So later on, we get into the text message string when he has taken a little bit of offense to those questions. Understandably, I'm doing a little digging, I'm prying my due diligence, 
And that's when it starts to feel like due diligence because I may be questioning them and their motivation, you know, and their objectives, maybe their integrity if they're that sensitive. And yes, I am. And yes, we should be. Now, the fear that kicks in is I think, because this has happened, they're going to knock on the door of my client and tell him that I've made it difficult for them to see the house and they might be a real buyer. Man, would that suck? Or what if they don't buy it at all? And they would have spent $4 million. Well, one, I'm never going to know, but I have been caught when somebody's come back after a sale, although sold, and said, hey, I would have bought that. You should have sold it to me. Or they go right to the seller and say, I would have bought it and paid more. We never know if any of that's really true. It hurts to hear, but that's not the point. The point is we will eliminate the amount of time spent or wasted by asking those critical questions, and it will always put us further ahead more often than not than the alternative, which is say yes to everybody, chase everything, open the doors, you know, offer every product to everybody for every client at any time that's convenient for them and not us, and only be disappointed because they don't show, they don't purchase, they don't commit, they're not qualified, they're not real, they're a criminal, they're a little crazy. And lastly, I called my client shortly after this exchange the next day and explained it to him lightly to say, I hope you understand a part of my job and our job as sales professional is to qualify the client. And nine times out of 10, that prospective seller would say, of course, that's your job. Thank you for doing that. One in 10, they're gonna be a little worried. Maybe they missed it. Are you sure? Shouldn't we just open the doors? And we can sometimes make exceptions, but only after, my friends, we've done our due diligence. We've asked the right questions and we've gotten to know the client. And then they might become our client. But to protect your safety and your time and your client's time and get us further, faster, don't be afraid to ask the tough, seemingly tough, but very important questions early and often every time you get the opportunity to take on a new client. I wish you all the success you can handle and tough questions matter. And if I can help you with those questions or the scripting or the process that we go through, please reach out to me directly. I will do my best. And I love knowing that this matters to you in your career and how you're working, if it's working, or if you disagree, that's always great as well because it matters to my business that we can make a connection. It's Dennis at Plintz.com. I wish you all the success you can handle and just a little bit more because that's what we ultimately need to have true momentum in this amazing business.